Hello and welcome to Pick Yourself, the podcast that helps you build and grow your electronic music career. You will learn the strategies, mindset, tactics and tools that you can implement today to break through tomorrow. My name is Philip. Now let's get right into today's episode. Welcome to episode number nine of the Pick Yourself podcast. I am super stoked to have you here with me again. And this show, if you didn't know, it airs every Tuesday, every week. So I really committed to this, to putting out regular episodes, simply because I think you will get the most out of it if you have the possibility to learn and grow every single week. And it's actually quite hard to do this podcasting thing and also to write the blog post, to upload it, to create all the visuals and so on. It's a shitload of work. And if you want to support the show, the best way to do this um, is to actually subscribe to my mailing list on pickyourselfpodcast.com. So you can download a free PDF there. You can sign up for the mailing list, whatever it is. I would love to be in touch with you on a regular basis. And The other thing you can do is to just subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. So if you're listening to this right now on your phone, just pull it out and whatever you use, um, it's available on all the big podcast apps and stores. So you can get it at Apple Podcasts, at Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. So just choose your weapon and then subscribe to the show. And I would be super stoked to have a regular following here with the show because this podcast will remain a free resource forever so i promise to never charge for the podcast to not put a paywall in front of it it will remain free for you and therefore it would just feel extremely rewarding for me to have you somehow connected to me whether it's via email whether it's by subscribing to the show whatever feels good to you but now let's get to the topic of this episode, and it's called Five Ways to Earn Money as an Artist While Building Your Career. So what was my motivation behind creating this episode? Well, I'm fully aware that only very few people are actually already making a living full-time from their music. So I think it's important to be pragmatic and to be realistic with the topic of money and to talk about ways how you can on the one hand, earn enough to make a living, and on the other hand, grow your artist career in a meaningful way that is somehow related to what you're earning your money with. Because those two things influence each other maybe more than you think. So most upcoming artists have some kind of side hustle or even a full-time job to sustain themselves while they're still trying to build their career. And in this episode, I will first of all talk about the typical side hustles that I see people taking on. And then I'm going to show you five smart ways to earn money as an artist that will influence your career positively. So let's get started. What's the problem with typical side hustles of upcoming artists? So if we're completely honest, nobody likes to be the starving artist. Even if here in Berlin the city prides itself on being poor but sexy, nobody enjoys eating cheap junk food every day and well, just to be able to pay the bills. You have to make some sort of money as an artist, whether you like it or not. And since your music career probably hasn't taken off yet, you need a side hustle to keep you stay afloat. So what are some of the typical side jobs of upcoming artists? 
What I see is mostly they work at a bar or coffee shop. They have some random boring office job. Or even worse, the call center of doom, is how I call it, if you work in a call center. Um, food delivery services like Deliveroo, Foodora, something like that. Or driving Uber or taxi. And just to get one thing out of the way first, I don't think there's anything wrong with you taking on these jobs that I just mentioned. And if you even enjoy doing them, then that's completely fine and please keep on doing it. So you can take this episode as an inspiration to open up your mind to other possibilities on how to integrate your life even more, your musical life and your other life where you probably have to earn money. And also, please don't be insulted if I mention some of the negative downsides of the jobs that I've just mentioned. But first, let's talk about some of the upsides of these jobs. So some of them actually can pay quite well. If you work in a high-class cafe, bar, restaurant, that's a really good job to have. If you have maybe a boring office job that comes with a big paycheck, then that also helps you sustain your artist career. And some of the other jobs, they offer you a good amount of flexibility. So driving Uber, for example, or the whole food delivery thing, you can pretty much organize the way you work in yeah, something that fits with your schedule as an artist. But the big question here is, do these jobs actually also help your music career in any way? And I have to answer this question with a clear no. I mean, even if you're probably training your social skills at a bar or coffee shop, yeah, that might help you a little bit, but usually the people who take on these kinds of jobs they are not socially awkward or shy to begin with, so they don't really need to train social skills. And moreover, you often have to work weekend shifts, which might interfere with the gigs you have, and it can also be very exhausting physically. And let's come to the example of a boring office job or call center job. That can seriously drain your mental capacity. So these types of jobs, they can be true creativity killers that make you want to do nothing but switch on Netflix after coming home from work. And talking about food delivery or being a taxi or Uber driver, that also comes with a lot of stress level. So even if it offers more flexibility, I don't really think that it actually benefits your music career in any way. And that's the big issue when we talk about opportunity cost. So the job that helps you pay your bills still costs valuable time and mental or physical or other resources that could be invested elsewhere in order to be more beneficial for what's really important to you, which is your music career and growing your artist portfolio. So what can you do instead? And this is where I'm going to show you five ways to earn money as an artist that won't interfere with your music career, but actually support it in a really good way. So I have really good news for you. As an artist, you possess very valuable skills that are in high demand. You're creative, you're maybe musically trained or technically savvy. And most importantly, you're a self-starter who enjoys taking on new challenges. And I think that is absolutely crucial these days. So in my opinion, there's no reason to be bound to the typical side jobs. I think you can find something that really values your talent and your potential. So what are some of the qualities you should look for if you're looking for a new side hustle that is more beneficial to your music career? I think the best ways to earn money as an artist have at least one of the following qualities. They offer you maximum flexibility in hours and schedule. You can make use of your talents and skills. 
or the job helps you grow and build a certain new skill. And you can grow your professional network and build meaningful relationships with important people in the industry. And the more of these qualities you can combine in one job, the better it is. So now let's get into the five smart ways of earning money as an artist. Smart side hustle number one is teaching. So you're probably playing an instrument really well or you are an Ableton Live genius, something like that. So there's, I'm sure you've built some important skill that others would enjoy learning from you. These skills are in high demand and the great advantage of teaching is that by structuring content, you start to understand certain things way deeper than before. And I also do this and I have made really great experiences with it. So on the one hand, I give a studio masterclass lecture at DBS Berlin, which is a music production school here in Berlin. And I also do one-on-one -on -one coaching with the clients I work with. So we work on specific things that they want to improve in the music productions and or in mixing or whatever it is. And that helps me get way, way deeper and a way better understanding of what's out there and possibilities. It's also a great challenge for your social skills because teaching situations can be quite stressful, especially with group events and master classes. But this is very positive stress. It puts you on the spot. Your students will ask tricky questions that you have never thought of before. And it also trains your communication skills. And communication is a very powerful meta skill that you can definitely grow while teaching. And thanks to the digital age, you can do this type of side hustle pretty much from anywhere and pretty much with anyone around the world. So you can do this with video call sessions. So I have clients for my one-on-one -on -one coachings that come from the other side of the planet. We just have to find a time slot that works for both of us. But still, there's no problem with it. We do a Skype session or Google Meet or whatever it is. And um, that works extremely well for both of us. And in some countries, I've noticed that teaching has a very bad reputation. <laughs> I have no idea why that is, because there are different types of teaching. There's like traditional education, which I also have my problems with. But there's also this type of new generation yeah, teaching where you're just sharing knowledge in a very cool way. And I believe that this saying, those who can't do teach, which is a really, really bad but powerful saying... Um, I think that's not true at all. Actually, the best people at whatever discipline they do, they are also great teachers. Actually, the best people in the world in what they do, they have long overcome this threshold of where they have to earn money with what they're good at. They actually enjoy this process of sharing and mentoring others and giving away and passing on their knowledge. So don't believe in anybody who tells you that those who can't do teach that's a sign that you should run away as fast as possible and just focus on something else. If you want to become really great at what you do, then start teaching. It's one of the best side hustles I can recommend to anybody. It's super easy to set up. It will pay decent money if you're good at what you do. And also, it's so flexible. That's perfect. You can even do it on tour. And you can do this completely remotely, no problem. You just use something like Skype or Google Hangouts or Zoom. So at the moment while I'm recording this, Zoom is the option that is the best sounding one from what I know. But yeah, all of them work basically. So now let's get to smart side hustle number two, which is working at booking agencies, labels or music PR companies. 
And now that's something that I really call a smart way of making money as an artist. Because these jobs, they aren't easy to get, but they can pay off massively in a multitude of ways. So whether you're working at a booking agency, a label, or a music PR company, it doesn't matter. You essentially grow your music industry skills quite a lot at the same time. You're building such a great understanding of how all these different aspects work together and how these companies interact and how the artists interact with these companies that it gives you just a very good feel of how the music industry as a whole machine works. There's also another benefit to this. You will definitely grow your professional network tremendously in that time when you work in one of these yeah, industries. You might even find a mentor, somebody who believes in you, helps you grow your own artist profile, asks you the right questions, gives you guidance and so on. You might just find great people to hang out with, people that um, basically give you new opportunities through their network again. And the relationships that you build during that time, they can be a really solid foundation on what you then want to build for your future success. Just to give you an example, one of our listeners here actually from the podcast, she has been working for a quite interesting and big electronic music, well, experimental festival here in Berlin. And now as a thank you for her um, great work during the summer, she got invited to play the main stage of that festival next year. And that I call that a pretty extreme success. So congratulations to you. And even if you want to remain unnamed, um, you know who you are. <laughs> and well, I'm fully aware that this is the music industry and therefore it's probably not the best paying job you will find. But honestly, it's not about that here. It's about gaining experiences and that professional network. And if you can combine one of these jobs with something else that pays a little bit better, then that's already a big leap forward. So I think that's a huge opportunity for you. And you might also have bad experiences in the music industry jobs. So there are black sheep. I will not neglect that point here. But to be honest with you, even these types of experiences are somehow valuable to your career because that helps you look out for the right type of people. You can assess it later on and find out what went wrong and why did it go so wrong. And um, we all will have, at one point or another, have to face these types of experiences. And it's better to do them in that soft way while you have a job there and not from the perspective of an artist who just got screwed over by somebody. Another cool aspect about this whole um, working in the music industry related jobs is that a lot of that stuff can be done remotely as well. So if people are looking for a social media manager, for example, well, you can probably do this from wherever you are, just have to have a stable internet connection. And therefore, I think there's a lot of possibility to work in these fields, even if you are not in one of the main music hub cities. So now let's come to the third smart side hustle, and that is composing music for commercials, movies, shows, and games. So the thing that we're talking here is called sync licensing. And that's a business that offers very cool opportunities for upcoming artists, because the ad industry, the gaming industry, and the film business, they are constantly looking for fresh and unique sounds. And this can range from big score compositions, which is probably a bit harder to do and to start out with, to just little sound design jobs, which is a really good starting point. So doing these kinds of effect sounds that you hear in movies, um, replicating 
certain classic synth sounds, whatever it is. A lot of these things are quite connected to what you probably already know as an electronic music producer. And yes, it's hard. Um, getting your first jobs there won't be easy. But once you've done a few projects and built a little portfolio and some connections with the people involved there, then you can create actually a significant income off of your creative talent. So it takes some initiative and you can you have to be willing to pitch your services to a lot of people in the beginning. But hey, that's also quite an important skill that you can learn there. And a little pro tip here on the side. Since augmented and virtual reality applications are becoming more and more mainstream, you can also specialize in producing music in yeah, binaural ambisonics format, 3D audio, these kinds of things, which is a super interesting field and not a lot of people are doing this professionally. So there's a big chance for you. This is a very sought after skill at the moment. And for you, that's a great opportunity. Now in this podcast episode, I cannot go too deep into the whole sync licensing topic because it can get very complex. But I want to leave you with a little tip here. In this field, it really pays off to learn more about music royalties, about negotiations and contracts and so on, because there are a lot of pitfalls and a lot of ways to get kind of screwed over by big companies that license your music. And it also makes sense to involve a music lawyer once you have like a bigger deal going on. It's definitely worthwhile educating yourself in this field, and I can only recommend it that you at least start with a little Google research um, and also dig in some of the suggestions that your performance royalties organization in your specific country has. And that's a good starting point. From there on, you can find your way into the field and at least start with a little bit of knowledge. So don't be scared. Try it out. But just don't sign anything without educating yourself first. So let's jump right to number four on my list of smart side hustles. That is offering your non-musical skills and experiences to your local music scene. So let's assume you possess some non-music related skills like design, photography, social media marketing and so on. Wouldn't it be great to make use of this and help your local music scene grow? I think that's a pretty good idea. And this may be not the most revenue generating way of making money as an artist, but you can also combine this with other forms of income at least. So the cool thing is that labels are constantly looking for graphic designers that really understand what they're about, um, booking agencies and concert venues as well. And also artists want to work with photographers and designers who help them present themselves in the right way. So even if you have experience as a carpenter, this skill might be super valuable to some people when they're building their studio. And you can specialize in something like this and generate a decent side income. And the benefits are incredible. I mean, you get to work with potentially super interesting people that will help you on something else. And you can also do things like trading service because it's not only about um, earning money on the one hand, it's also about saving money on the other side. So let's say you have the possibility to trade skills. That is something super cool. So you, for example, get a gig at a pretty cool venue and therefore... Um, you help this venue get the posters redesigned or something like that. And let's say you have woodworking skills and somebody wants to rebuild their studio. Yeah, I mean, that is something that you can trade for, let's say, studio lessons of that person if they're super knowledgeable and can share a lot of things with you. 
So you just have to be creative with these things and think about what can you bring to the table. Some people even need help like writing their own artist bio and it's easier if somebody else does it for them. So think about that. Come up with ideas and how you can be of value to the local music scene. And well, potentially that is something that you can even monetize. And now the fifth and final smart side hustle that you can use to grow your music career is to work in your favorite local electronic music club. And I know that's a bit tricky and I'm also a bit cautious of recommending this. I've mentioned at the beginning that I'm not a big fan of that typical work at bar job, but that's an exception. If you have the opportunity to do this in your favorite club, then it might be an option. There are more jobs, of course, not only behind the bar, from guest list management to artist care to booking assistant to cleaning, which is probably not your favorite choice, I know. But if you want to take this path, I suggest you try to find a position that offers a good chance of regular interaction with the bookers, the resident DJs and other core members of that club. And only then a side hustle like this can help you grow your career. If you only stand... Um, behind the bar and have basically no interaction with the others then i don't know if that's the best use of your time but usually even if you do something like this you end up finding your way into the inner circles of the club and that can be a pretty good starting point for you if they find out that you have producer skills that you're a pretty good dj whatever you do then that's a potential opportunity to get into that club's booking list also to play some openings, to play some closings, and from there on go deeper and deeper into the whole scene. But overall this side hustle is really <laughs> kind of a dangerous one because it's also quite easy to get trapped in the whole, yeah, I call it the party trap, <laughs> where you have great connections with people, you hang out at all the parties there, you have the guest list spots and whatever, but you actually stop getting stuff done in the studio and you stop booking your own gigs and so on because you're so busy keeping up with that party life. And I don't know what type of personality you are. It might be easier to some and more difficult to others, but you really have to restrict that a little bit and save enough time to actually work on music and actually build something that is more meaningful than just a beautiful night out. And yeah, I will stop with that now so I don't sound too much like your parents. <laughs> and now we come to the part of the podcast where we put stuff into action. So how can you implement this? How can you earn money as an artist while growing your career? And as usual, I will give you three action steps that you can take away with you and start implementing. So action step number one, evaluate your current side job. So does it leave you with enough time to really grow your music career, to really get things done? Is it flexible enough to support a busy touring schedule? And what are the implications for your health? Like physically and mentally, is your job fulfilling you or is it crushing you? And these types of questions are really hard to answer because it requires us to face some harsh truths. And I personally like to approach these things in a way of writing. So some kind of journaling, some kind of writing things down, 
sit in the park and just do an evaluation with your phone in silence or flight mode and just focus on the thing where you actually take the time and evaluate it in a proper way. Oh, and speaking about phone in flight mode, that was probably a bit uh, confusing. I didn't mean to write it down on your phone. I meant like actually handwriting. That's the thing that works best in my experience. So put your phone away and if it's away, also put it in flight mode and then take out some piece of paper and actually write it down there. It's just way more powerful. I have no idea why that is, but for some reason, it's just yeah, a different connection to yourself. And then you can move on to action step number two, which is you list all your talents, your skills and your opportunities that you could monetize theoretically. So what creative or technical skills could you teach others, for example? What non-music related skills do you offer that you can bring to your local music scene or online? Which labels, booking agencies, music PR companies and clubs might benefit from your skills? And then see if composing music for commercials, movies, shows or games is an option for you. There is a way into that industry and it's possible. I've seen people succeed with no prior experience and no prior connections there. You just have to build it and grow it as pretty much everything in life. <laughs> and the final action step number three is plan and execute your transition. So you don't have to quit your current side job immediately. But you could start reaching out to potential new opportunities and, if possible, also reduce the hours in your current job. Maybe do a 50-50 between the two. That's also something that's possible. And the way of doing things like this is you offer free task projects to earn people's trust and to try as much value as you can to begin with. And money will automatically follow then. So if you want to have these kinds of special music industry-related jobs, then obviously it makes sense to let people test you out and see what you can actually bring to the table. And then you make a plan for the next six months to transition into a side hustle that actually helps you make money as an artist while helping you grow your career at the same time. Okay, so that's it for my smart side hustle episode. And now I'm super curious to know what your current side job is at the moment. I hope I didn't insult anybody who's working in a call center right now. And, but if you're thinking of switching to something more music related, then let me know and which of these five ways actually resonated with you the most. What did you take out of this? What are you going to actually do about it and implement? So yeah, I'd really love to hear from you. Um, you can leave a comment at pickyourselfpodcast.com under every episode at the blog post at the end. There's a comment section. And I read everything. You can also contact me via direct messages on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, and apart from that, feel free to drop me a good old email. That is philip at copilco-productions.com. And actually, that's my preferred way, but I'll leave it to you. Do whatever you want. I'd love to hear from you. Bye-bye. If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. And you can find show notes to this episode in form of a detailed blog post at pickyourselfpodcast.com. Until then, see you next time. <laughs>